I think a lot of times we let our failures define us. And if you allow those failures to hold you down, you'll never learn from them. And so I always take it as a failure is a lesson that you need to learn that you didn't know about. Could you imagine what it'd be like to be in law enforcement in this day and age? The thought of going into work every single day to endure the stress and the scrutiny potentially, to lay your life on the line, knowing that your family's back at home. It's a weight that I couldn't bear. I want you to listen to Christina Battaglia as she describes her process of how she's overcome the stresses of her job over the last couple of years. Here she is. Well, Christina Battaglia, welcome to the Freedom Stories podcast. We're excited to have you on the show. And good to see you again for the second time today. It's great to see you. Hey, real quickly, who is Christina Battaglia? Tell the listeners, who are you? Who am I? I'm a mother of two beautiful, crazy children and a wife to a husband that keeps me grounded and center. We got a dog, baby too, but hard worker and just trying to move about life and navigate it the best way possible. And what do you do for work? I am a police officer. How long have you been doing that? 16 years, July 5th of this year. How old are you? 39 trying to do math so you started when you were 20 i think 23 yeah long time ago did you go to school for this i got my degree in justice studies which is pre-law slash criminal justice and is this something you've always wanted to do apparently yes my mother said i would tell her that when i was a little girl so i guess that's always what i've wanted to do i asked these questions purposefully because my four and a half year old is convinced that she is going to be a policewoman. Well, and I think you have something to do with that. So (laughs) sorry. (laughs) That's okay. We're grateful. Maybe it's because your dad's a police officer. He was a very long time ago. Yes. Very long time ago. But again, we're grateful to have you on the show. Uh, we're excited to have you. And again, the reason that you're here is because the last couple of years, um, you've really revolutionized your life. You've really overcome quite a bit. And um, I'm excited for you to to share that with the listeners so that they can, that they will relate. I know a lot of them will relate. The, the first question that comes to my mind um, is what are some of the hardest things that you've had to overcome uh, in your profession as a police officer? I definitely working in a man's world. Um, just it's a little different for females in my position. Um, we have to kind of prove ourselves and the guys I work with are wonderful. Um, so, but they always want to know that you can handle yourself and also the mental toll that we deal with. You know, we see people at their best and at their worst. Um, and sometimes we have to make that hard decision for them and it's not easy. And there's things that I would say would probably not necessarily haunt you, but stay with you for the whole life, things that you see. Um, so it's, that's a really hard part of the job to not take that home. 
and to be able to have an outlet for your stress an outlet for your dealings with what you do. So I would say that's the di- most difficult part. Mm-hmm. And what about the last couple of years? Have those been different than the first couple of years? Yeah. Um, we've dealt with a lot in our organization with losses of officers and that kind of stuff, but also just the society is ever changing. Um, so it's been a little bit more difficult and starting out at 23 years old, I was a little bit more fit and excited and, you know, go getter. And as I get older, I don't want to chase after people as much or fight with people. But I also think being older, I've kind of gained some more wisdom on how to talk to people or how to deal with people that have saved me from those fights that I would have gotten as a younger officer. So, yeah, that was just like I said, those are just kind of things as a younger officer, you're kind of more likely to go willy nilly in the situation. Um, And I have more to think for about and uh, there's people that I want to go home to every night. So it's a little different job for me than most people. You don't, most jobs, you don't go leave the house and say, well, today's might be the last day I see you guys. So it's, you know, a constant battle. of That's what I want to do. That's why I tell my trainees that our main goal is to go home every night. So that's what we deal with. So. Yeah. Is that the, toughest thing for you to overcome on a day-to-day basis yeah I try not to think about it because if you think about it then you're going to be unsafe um but I want my officers that I train to go home at the end of the night I want everybody that you know I deal with to be safe and I want to leave you know this world better than I you know I came to it in and better position and um I always try to treat people with kindness uh, because that's how I think that they should be treated. So, but it's, it's a struggle because, you know, there's situations that I worry about um, that I don't want my kids to be raised without a mom. So sometimes that's the struggle. Yeah. And that's, that's so different than any other career. Yeah. Because that's not a thought that ever crosses my mind outside of the four minute drive that I have from my house to work (laughs) when I'm half asleep and just hoping that I keep my eyes open. That's when autopilot comes in, right? Yeah, that's right. The stress that comes with your work. How have you dealt with that in the past? Well, I mean, I've tried to, you know, I was a collegiate athlete, I was a runner. So a lot of times if I was really stressed out and I get home and I tell my husband, I need to go for a run. And I'd go for a run for however many miles I needed to go until I could kind of get all that out of my system. But getting older and having lingering injuries from college, it kind of stopped that. Um, I, I'm not typical. I don't drink to excess because um, that's not a good way to deal with things. And sometimes people do do that. But uh, uh, sometimes just talking with my spouse, even though he doesn't understand, he can listen talking with other officers and that kind of stuff about your stress, decompressing. It's really important to not take that home uh, because it's hard to deal with. Yeah. And now kind of more specific to this podcast, right? Overcoming (laughs) specific physical things, right? And what the emotional actually contributes to us physically as well. Yeah. Uh, What were some of those physical ailments you were talking about, you know, past college injuries and, 
Um, what were some of those physical ailments that you were battling with over the last couple of years? Uh, dealing with my knee. Um, I've had six surgeries on it. I'm hoping not to have any more. Um, some shoulder issues just with from work in general um, and ankle kind of stuff. So I would have a setback with a surgery or something like that or a lingering injury and have to try to come back from that was hard. And so it wasn't till a few years ago that, you know, I kind of got those tools to start to be able to heal myself. What surgery do you had? When did you have them? Uh, the first one was in, uh, probably June, no, like June of 2002. And I had probably about a surgery a year until up to about 2005. And that was around my knee. And then I had another surgery on my knee in 2007. And I think the early latest surgery on my knee was 2017. So from about 2002 to about 2004 is multiple. Um, and that was to fix a PCL tear. So, and the shoulder surgery, I don't know. I'm just a mess. <laughs> what was the, what was the shoulder surgery? Uh, it was a bicep tendinesis yeah. and they shaved some stuff off my clavicle and the kind of impingement that I was having on my shoulder every time I tried to move or do stuff. So yeah, so you're in a line of work that requires you to be physically fit for the most part, Almost, right? Yes. It's a lot of, you could be going, being sedentary to getting in a sprint or running or jumping onto something or climbing a fence. And then you can go back to like sedentary again. So it's unpredictable. Yeah. In our, in our line of work in physical therapy, we call you, we call you guys tactical athletes. And that tactical athlete comes from the fact that in your line of work, you have to be ready to go at any time. And yeah. that sedentary to quick explosive, whether it's even just a jolt to get out of the way of someone that tries something, or even like you said, a full out sprint, the body has to be ready to adapt for that. And when it's not yeah. right from a, a state of sedentary position, if it's not ready for that, that's when we're at risk for producing injury. So yeah, you kind of got this tale of two cities here of the emotional stress of wanting to go home your kids every night and the physical stress, if you want to call it yeah. that, the physical properties of going from sedentary to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and was the shoulder surgery something that happened at work or was that something that happened outside of that? Uh, I think it probably happened in 2007 or so when I was working midnights, but it just kind of lingered for a while. I had a surgery on it and I want to say 2008, or 2009, I can't remember. Um, but it was like 10 years between the two shoulder surgeries. Oh, yeah, two shoulder um, surgeries. And it just never really got better until recently um, when I had my second sh uh, surgery in February of 2020, I think. I got a question. Okay. A lot of people won't be able to relate to you as a police officer. The stress is uh -huh. going to work, putting your life on the line literally every day, having to navigate the processes of communication versus physical force. Mm -hmm. How can they relate to you though? As at a human being level, we all deal with our stressors in a certain way. Um, sometimes like when I'm stressed out, I will just eat, 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 eat or sleep 
Um, and I think a lot of people do that. A lot of people, you know, we're human. We all have stress just because my stress is different and more sometimes a little bit more serious. We all have our own stresses and how we deal with them is probably which links us together. Um, I just think all of us deal with it. And when we deal with stress, sometimes we deal with it by, you know, eating a bunch of food. That's my go-to probably sweets. Um, or some people deal with it in other ways. So I would say how we deal with our stress is uh, somewhat similar. You could relate that way. Yeah. And so how has that changed for you in the last couple of years? I've kind of, you know, been more consistent, you know, with working out or the way I eat and that, and it really hasn't, the way I started eating hasn't been really better until like January of this year. Um, I would work out what, like four or five days a week at the training center, but I'd go home and I'd eat like just trash just eat, 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 eat. Because I was like, well, I just worked out. I just burned 300 calories. I can eat whatever I want. And that's not the answer. So really kind of being mindful and knowing what my triggers are and knowing when I need to, you know, take that time to either be mindful or take that time to go for a run or really going and working out. And even in the group setting, I didn't think I'd ever like group setting classes. Um, because I don't know, I'm just, sometimes I like to be in my own head. Um, but even with the group setting to have people that you look forward to seeing, um, it's kind of funny. Uh, one of our, one of the other people that works out with us, you know, she calls it, um, adult playtime, <laughs> like, <laughs> and so it, it really gives me an opportunity to kind of drop the weight of everything that's going on and just kind of focus on me. And I think before I didn't really give myself that me time. And I think that's what we tend to do as parents. We focus, focus, focus on kids, 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 and taking care of them. But we don't take the time to kind of decompress and to be, get that little bit of time for yourself. So it's given me an opportunity to have that time that's just mine um, and not feel guilty or selfish. So I schedule the time that I work out around my kids schedule and when I have extra time. So how has that changed your parenting for the better or for the worse? Uh, I think a little bit better. Um, when I tend to stress out, sometimes I lash out um, and it's not in a bad way. It's not in a, uh, but I, I will lose my cool a little bit and I would yell more than I would want to. Um, and growing up uh, with, you know, a parent that I have, uh, that was something that they would resort to. So I try really not to do that. Um, so if I'm really stressed out, I tend to, you know, snap a little bit and it's helped me to kind of release some of that stress and that negative energy. Um, so I can better parent them. Now we all have our faults. We all have our, you know, bad days with the kids when they're, you know, just being antagonistic. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I really try to work on that and having that most positive uh, role model for them. And um, I felt like bettering myself physically and mentally would help with me to be more present with them 
um, don't know most police officers, don't live a lot past their retirement, well, very many years past their retirement because of all the stress. So um, I did it for my kids to be more present in their lives. So when I do retire nine more years, um, <laughs> I can be more present. So. And when did this journey begin? Or has it always been there? It's always kind of been there, but I kind of get sidetracked, whether it's surgery or having a kid or just changing shifts. Um, I worked evening shift for a little bit um, and I just ate like trash. I just, I would go to um, quick trip and get like just ridiculous amounts of just junk food. Um, drinking copious amounts of soda or that kind of stuff or energy drinks and kind of had to regain footing and figure out what I need to do. So I, the last couple years I've been really working on, especially since January, trying to be mindful of what I'm putting into my body with that fuel. Um, and it's helped me a lot. I've lost probably I would say about 25 pounds since January, just being more mindful and watching what I'm eating and, you know, tracking everything I eat. And I uh, portion out like today, I'm cooking my meals for my work week. So for my lunches, all for work, I prepare it on my last day off religiously every single week. I prepare my meals for the whole week. So that helps me not to go, oh, well, Taco Bell sounds good today or you know, let me go get a burger or something. Yeah. So. so you've worked really hard. You've built up some incredible habits and you lost that 25 pounds. How has that changed your life? I feel better. Um, my knee doesn't hurt as bad. I mean, it still has its struggles. My shoulder is, I would say, close to about 96, 97%. I'm not dealing with pain all the time. So I think that's helped. Uh, helped confidence, helped me feel better about myself. So it really just makes me feel like I can keep up with these like 20 something year olds that I'm training now. And do you feel like you've done it in a healthy or an unhealthy way? I feel like it's been healthy. It's not been like, you know, yo-yo dieting. I'm not doing keto, nothing against keto or that kind of stuff. It's just really watching what you track, what you're eating. Um, and it's okay to have the donuts every once in a while. It's okay to have, you know, some sweets. And I kind of had to learn that it's okay to have those things, but just in moderation. Yeah. So I really think that's helped. If you could tell that one person who is listening that is enduring tons and tons of stress, what would the secret sauce be? You have to find something you like, something you enjoy, something that makes you want to go do things, whether it's working out, whether it's, you know, reading a book or listening to music, you have to find something that's your niche in life that, that, knit, that you can go to. Um, it's really important because without those and you have all this stress building up, building up, building up, it's just not healthy whether, you know, high blood pressure or other things like that that are caused by all this stress, you know, mental well-being for everybody, not just police officers. You know, if you're stressed all the time and you're not doing something to relieve that stress or to help, you know, calm that stress down, your mental well-being is just going to be not, not good. 
it's and so you need to really find something that you love something that you like to do and what is that for you I do enjoy working out I do it like seven days a week when I can um I like spending time with my kids and doing stuff that they like to do like building legos or throwing a ball with um doing things that they enjoy that gives me a great amount of fulfillment um, and to see them happy like every single day that i'm off i make it a point to you know pick them up from school and bring them a snack or something uh and do something they like because it's important to do those things and it also helps me too so if you could do it all over again, you're talking to your teenage self. This is like my favorite question to ask. <laughs> if you could do it all over again and you're talking to 15-year-old Christina, what would you tell yourself? Don't give up. You know, when you have something, whether you fail or you do something wrong, don't give up and don't let your, it's not your actions that define you or your failures that define you. It's how you, um, how you move past it. That's what defines you in life. I think a lot of times we let, as humans, we let our failures define us and we let the failures hold you down. And if you allow those failures to hold you down, you'll never learn from them. And so I always take it as a failure is a lesson that you need to learn that you didn't know about. So, you're never given something, you know, too much that, to handle that God doesn't give you things in your life. That's too much to handle because he gives you those failures because he knows that you will overcome them and you'll learn from them. So that's how I've always kind of done my life. But sometimes I would have to remind myself that those failures don't define you. Yeah. Well, good. Who is the guide that helped you? through this was it a person was it a movie was it a song was it a who 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 guided you through this I mean I've got you guys and the people that we work out with I mean honestly I think without their support I probably would struggle but I also have a family and friends that I call you know my tribe that kind of will encourage me and push me my husband um, encourages me. My kids do. Um, my mom, uh, my mom and my stepdad are phenomenal people and they really push me and, and tell me and like, just like my husband does, you know, you look great, you're doing good. Um, so I think those people are really important in life. And like I said, finding the group that I work out with even our night classes, even though we're crazy, mm. um, I, I think that those guys have really pushed me to be better. And even the morning classes too. I think we feed off each other and push each other to be better. Uh, but I would say them and, and my family because, and my friends, because without them, I'd be nothing. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for sharing your story. It's going to be impactful and uh, it's going to change. So. It's going to change a lot of people's lives. They, they need to hear that. A lot of people can very much relate to eating, 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 stressing, 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 injuries after injuries after injuries. And then what? And it's always great to hear your stories. And then I overcame. And this is how. So yeah. 
Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for being on the show. I appreciate you. If you find yourself in a vicious cycle, what's holding you back from getting out of it? For me, it's time. I don't have time to fill in the blank. The problem is, is if you don't make time, you're not going to get out of the vicious cycle for me specifically. If you don't make the change to stop drinking, not going to get out of the vicious cycle. Stress. What are the ways that you overcome stress? You don't make the time or make the change. It's not going to happen. Find a guide that can help you. There is someone out there that can help. If you're in the Kansas City area, feel free to reach out to us at info at freedompttc.com or follow us on one of our social media outlets. Instagram is at freedompttc and Facebook is Freedom Physical Therapy and Training Center. Remember, subscribe to our podcast so you can get updates on when the next Freedom Stories go live.